what's up? It's your man, Jay White. First name, last name, Wealth Wednesdays, after party with Jay White. You see right here to my left, probably your right. It's the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Malik Yoba. How you doing, boss? Look, I just wrote Jay White. You, said you first feel me? First name, last, last name. name. <laughs> I, gotta it. I gotta take notes. Man, come on, man. Come I appreciate on. you being here, yeah. man. Listen, if y'all don't know who this is, I need a little thing to play the theme music to New York Undercover, man. So I want to talk about that real quick first. What was that like, the whole experience? How long did that show you run for? Uh, 94 to 98. So my people that's in their 20s. They made like the dude behind you. <laughs> <laughs> they might need the YouTube. Actually, you know what's crazy is because he wasn't even born when we started the show. That's crazy. That's crazy. Did you start there or no, you already had acting no, gigs I, I and all that before that? Oh yeah? Bro, you smooth with it though. Like, you know, I wanted to be a cop because of the show. But until I did the, I had to take a test and all that, I was like, nah, I'm good. Y'all ain't let me wear plain clothes like I see my man doing. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I grew up doing theater. Doing theater and musical theater. Yeah. So a lot of people that don't know, I haven't had a personal conversation with you, don't know that you speak very well. But you just told me earlier that you've been speaking since 16 on stages oh, yeah. or just oh, yeah, yeah, man, around the world, man. so talk to me like like what do you so at 16 years old speaking around the world so, what no, are you no, speaking I about I, I started at 16 around the world i started in harlem okay uh, working with the kids now, that's where you're from you're from yeah, harlem yeah, i'm from the bronx we're raised in harlem y'all new york but, people man. But, i swear um, for a lot but um <laughs> that was uh i started tutoring kids at 16. okay after school programs by 18, I was running a theater program. I was teaching theater in a, in a summer school. Yeah. I mean, a, a summer camp. Okay. Um, and then uh, by 19, I was working with a group called the City Kids Foundation. Okay. By 20, I was working in 13 high schools around New York, helping to reduce the dropout rate, yeah. engaging young people. So that's when it really started for me, like in my early 20s, uh, late teens, early 20s, traveling on the country first and okay. around the world. Um, but now nah, the, the public speaking thing, you know, um, it's funny because you, you mentioned New York Undercover made you. Yeah, I it did. Straight up. Sitting in the audience watching like motivational speakers and they look you in the eye and yeah. you feel like they're talking to you. And I remember thinking, I want to do that one day. But yeah, I've been doing that forever, bro. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. So let me, let me ask you, man. You've seen, we're going to get into how we personally met. But then let me ask you this. You've seen me speak before. Do I got the chops to act, man? Do I got the chops to act too, though? I want that. It's funny because I'm just telling you this now, even after we met, yeah. you, know, you were hosting. And, yeah, 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 and yeah. What I appreciate it is you understand the things that are necessary to keep people engaged. Right? Yeah. You were lively, you were, you were yourself, number yes, one. Sir. You yes, weren't sir. trying to act like anybody else. You were funny, but you were poignant at the same time. You yeah. were insightful. Um, you talked about your personal experiences. You knew how to keep the energy going. For Appreciate that. So yeah. all that, that's, you know, and you didn't get that right away. You had to nah, like for sure. develop that over yeah. time. So. Yeah, yeah. You know, the very first time I spoke, man, I, I was like hella nervous. But then at the same time, I was speaking in front of kids. Right. And that actually made me nervous because they're very transparent. They were like, boo, get out of here. Right. So I started to talk in front of kids first yeah. and then gauge their attention. If you can grasp their attention, right. adults is kind of like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's where it started for me, too, yeah. working with kids. So, yeah, man, you got, you got the, it, the it factor. I appreciate yeah, it, man. Act, you can act now. Talk to me. Depends on how deep you want to go, right? So, you could act close to yourself. Yeah, so, yeah. 
you know. I want to do it like you did with Janet Jackson, and then you you showing all the emotion. Yeah. For anybody that don't, don't know, that's why did I get married, man? Go watch it. Yeah, yeah. Go peek that out. I mean, emotions <laughs> are part of. It. I mean, that's that's, that's one of the, the keys, right? It's really about um, how far can you stretch yourself from yourself. For sure, right? I see that. So yeah, we could play ourselves. Like I did, a, you know, New York Undercover. That was for me. That was almost like a dream come true because. I'm from New York. I'm yeah, from yeah. So I, I was very proud to represent a It looked real natural. Yeah, particular yeah. But you know, um, anything that I've done, um, you always find, uh, for me anyway, you're always trying to find the thing that's furthest away from you. Yeah, Because yeah. putting on yourself or aspect, I mean, there's always going to be an aspect of yourself. Yeah, for sure. In anything. Way, okay, I believe that. So it could, whether it's how you walk, how you move, how you hold a pen, Yeah. you know, how you gesture, any of those things, yeah. so the, more, the more nuanced you become in the craft, then the more you think about those things. Yeah, so I can feel that. How it. you hold your body. How yeah. You, you know, like if you think of Cool Runners as a friendship. Cool Runners. My character was all yeah. those, walking with his chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that yeah. was very deliberate. Subtle thing, but yeah. deliberate, and it goes on from there. Nah, that's fire, man. Yeah. So you know my show is about how celebrities use their celebrity into entrepreneurship yes, and what that journey is like. Yeah. But before I get there, I just got a personal question I want to ask you, man. <laughs> I'm laughing because I've been itching to ask you this question for a minute. How was it kissing Janet Jackson? <laughs> you ask her. Was it like kissing Malik? Oh, yeah. Nah. Actually, you know, we didn't really kiss that much in the movie. You don't recall. There was a moment, though, we had a scene where uh, we're all outside by the fire drinking hot chocolate. And the by women, the beach? The first one, the first one. Okay, okay, okay. The first one. And the women get up to go into the house and yeah. she gets up and I smack her on the Oh, yeah. The <laughs> and Tyler's like, that was cool. I'm like, bro, that's my wife. That's the wife. What are we talking about? <laughs> so, but I said to her, I asked her first, like, are you okay? Okay. But some actors, like, you have to prep them before you do things. Oh, they, they don't like impromptu. Well, it depends off the on script. who, depends okay. on who the, the actor is. Yeah, like, yeah. Some actors, you just automatically know you, anything is game, but you also want to keep the the, the space um, respectful. For sure, yeah. As, as much yeah. as possible. And some, I'm, I'm big on improv. Yeah. So I'm always, you know, going to add something, either like before they say action, I'm like, Start a whole conversation uh, in character yeah. with you before we start. Before they say action, so that you know, yeah, because I got to live before. The okay, moment yeah, happens, okay, right? yeah. Um, so yeah, in that case, because it was Janet. Yeah. You know, um, I was I was being very extra respectful. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because anybody my age group, Janet is it, and Claire Hustable too. <laughs> <laughs> and she played my mom, uh, Felicia. And what? Yeah, we did a show together called uh, Bull back in like 2000. Okay. It was a show um, where I, pl I was playing a Wall Street broker and her, James Avery. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Felicia was my mama. That's crazy. But it goes, so I first met her when I was 16. I did a lot when I was 16. Yeah, I see. But I was also working at this theater called the Negro Ensemble Company. Because the Cosby show was taken in New York? Cosby, or yeah, how it was taken okay. in New York. But this is 80, this might have actually, this was after the Cosby show. Because I was working there, I forget the years Cosby Show ran, but I was working at the theater in about 80, um, probably 80, uh, shit, 84, 5, okay. something like that. All right. So she was doing a play called Puppet Play, and uh, I was an usher. Oh, okay, and okay. Would, like, learn all the lines. Yeah. All the acting. 
actors and I'd spend time with her after the shows or between the shows, sometimes a matinee and an evening show. Okay. And just get advice from her about the career and then 16 years later, we're on set together. That's crazy. She remembered? Of course, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, Sam, I met Sam Jackson then. I met, he was doing a play called um, Color People's Time. Yep, um, yep. He taught me how to play the bones, like old. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, Angela Bassett. Angela In fact, Bassett. my very first Woo. agent I signed with because Angie and Sam were, they were signed to this. this to him too. Yeah, okay, so to when I agents. first booked Cool Runnings, I didn't have an agent. It was an open call. Oh, wow. Yeah, so. I usually um, went in there and busted out. Mm-hmm. And so they said, you know, you got to have an agent. So I knew that Sam and, and um, Angela were represented by this woman named Meg Mortimer. Okay. And, uh, okay. and yeah, so I, that, that was my first agency because of people that I met when I was That's fine, you know, from 16 years old. Yeah. That's crazy. So, so bro, I really want to talk about how we met, but then Yoba Development, right? Mm -hmm. And what's that about? That's your company. How long has that been around and what's the initiative? So Yoba Development, um, uh, I started that in 2017. Okay. Um, that is uh, a real estate development company. All right. Uh, in, the, in the broader sense of the term, meaning the first real estate we own is in our minds. Okay, so I agree with that. So there's a huge focus on education. So it's real estate development. Okay. Sticks and bricks, buildings. It's also uh, education programs, okay. and then it's, it's media content. When, when you say education programs, so, like? like we just ran the first real estate development uh, uh, curriculum for New York City public high school students. Really? So yeah, so partnership with uh, Department of Education, also with um, Pratt Institute okay. uh, School of Architecture. Okay. Um, and then on the community side, um, so it's high schools, colleges, and community. Oh, nice. We have an activation that we do call From the Ground Up, Flipping the Hood. Okay, Which okay. is all about bringing together like-minded individuals across different industries with a, with a strong focus on real estate development, yeah. generational wealth building, but community development in the broader sense. Yeah. One of the pieces is, is uh, federal contract. Of course. Just putting people up on that game because yeah. people don't realize it's right under their nose. It's their Bring me a part of it, bro. It's, Bring me a part of it. Yeah, I told you that. Yeah. I told you. I told <laughs> Bring me a part yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so that, that, that's, those are the, the three buckets. And on the media side, so um, whether it's scripted stuff, I got a, a doc series called The Real Estate Mixtape. Oh, nice. Which is about my journey doing my first development deal in New York. When and, was it? Uh, that particular, we shot that in 2019. Okay. But I started on the development side in 2007. For your name and how people know of you, is that is that a difficult transition? Now you're speaking real nah, estate nah, and actually, development, nah, etc. I mean, the, the reality is the social currency is real. Right? Okay. Yeah. So I mean, just even me getting my first seat at the table is some brothers um, out of New York, Dan Bythewood. Okay. Another brother named um, Ian Arias. Uh, Dan, his cousin Reggie Bythewood, used to be a writer on New York on the cover. Oh, Married my to Gina Prince Bythewood, loving basketball. Yeah. And, you know, uh, uh, what's it? Not Warrior King. What's that? With Viola Woman Day. King. Woman King. Woman King. Yeah. Woman King. Yeah. And uh, so Gina wrote that. But so I know Dan since uh, I was doing New York on the cover. Yeah. And so um, we reconnected in early 2000s and I uh, just told him, hey, I've always had a dream. To, to get into development. I'd been already buying real estate and, and seeing the kind of money you could make, not by flipping, but just doing real estate transactions. So what, like just buying, holding, and? So even just personal homes. 
Okay. Like the okay. first the first place I bought, I mean, I made almost, you know, I mean, it was, I don't know, I bought for two something and sold for almost a million dollars. Okay, so okay. that was the first transaction. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's real. Like, this is real. It, it's real. Yeah. It's so for people that just be starting, not that don't have a name like you, right? Is well, how would you consider real estate as it relates to just wealth? I, I and think, building wealth? I, I think, how would I relate? Say it again. Real estate and building wealth for people that don't have a name like you. So let's just say I'm just Shit. starting from the ground it, up. Man, there's a whole lot of people that yeah. have done really, really well um, sure. that don't have a name. I mean, for me, um, that gave me a certain amount of access, but I think that no matter who you are, if it's something you want to do, you got to pursue it and learn it. Yeah, right? yeah, and, yeah. And seek out mentors and, and, and what have you. So, and, and when I think about development, everybody um, isn't going to be a developer. But I think mm -hmm. it's important to understand mm -hmm. how development works, especially yeah. in our communities. Okay. Because for, no matter where we were as people of color, black people specifically, yeah. we were redlined, right? Agreed. So yeah. um, federal policy said you can't live here, you can only live here, we're not going to invest in these communities. And then as we experience gentrification and displacement, most people feel like something is happening to them, right? To them, that's, yeah. There's a big, ugly ogre that's... Yeah. Right? But, the reality is, um, if we take the time to at least understand how it functions, then you could figure out your way in. Yeah. It might be through a title company or a mortgage company. It yeah. might be through doing assessments. It might be doing inspections. It might be becoming a contractor. It yeah. might be working on the finance side or the insurance side, whatever yeah. it is, right? Um, so I think it's important that as we move into communities and we develop, um, we also have to develop the people. Uh huh. 100%. Right? So that's why the education piece. Because you're building up that community, but if the same individual mindset is there, that community is going to be now what? Right. Destroyed. Right. It's right. over. Was it a big learning curve for you getting into it? I'm, I'm still learning curve. Ah, it's been okay. shit, man. That, you never stop because yeah. each deal is different. Yeah, yeah. Each yeah. jurisdiction is different. What works in, say, like Baltimore, where we can develop and have 80-20, right? 80% affordable, I mean, market rate 20% affordable. Okay. There are other markets where that doesn't work. It's mm -hmm. not even a thing that people do, mm -hmm. right? Or mixed mix income, right? So, you know, I'm working on a project down in Augusta. So the folks that brought us into the project who own the land, they were thinking strictly um, initially market rate, okay. right? And so that makes sense based on what they understood. They, okay. they, they mainly do strip malls, they don't do residential. But in speaking to them and helping them understand if, and we are able to, um, because of what you can do in the state of Georgia um, and in Augusta specifically, you can do a mixed income, you can do affordable and you can do market rate. Okay. Um, and that will help shift the not just the demographic, but the psychographic yeah, of the yeah. community, right? Because yep. you have low-income families living next to families that, that are, my, are, are, say, workforce development. Yeah, right? middle class. Then or... you have a mixture of mentalities. So that kid whose parents, he, they might have been on a generational like pathway of, of, of poverty or yeah. just living right above or below poverty, right? But then they're sitting, they're living next to a kid whose parent as a doctor or I lawyer like working yeah. in technology. Now yeah. you have an opportunity to cross-pollinate consciousness, right? Well, it, so, yeah, so I agree. However, I'm gonna just put myself into the situation. If I am living at this means, do I really want to be neighbors with the mentality of something? A lot of people you, don't. You see what I'm That's saying? The so, so how do you 
continue to create that I love the vision, but how do you actually put that? But that's into why it? I think education comes to, to be a part of it, right? And and so it also matters if you're owners versus renters. Yeah, okay. Right? Yeah. People who have ownership, you know, they will tend to have a lot more love and consideration for their physical space. People yeah. who are just renting don't always feel the exact same that's way. That's true. I, I think as as developers, particularly black developers, especially if you're gonna develop in communities that have been marginalized. I believe you have to go the extra mile to engage the community in itself okay. and educate as you go along. Every developer is not going to have that as part of their program. No. But for me and, and the, the types of people that I like to partner with, that is how we think about things. You don't think about we're just developing real estate, you're developing a community. Yeah. Right. So yeah. in Augusta, as a for instance, as an example, you know, there's a boys and girls club going in, there's a charter school going yeah. in. Uh, we're looking at doing like a STEAM center where kids can learn about yeah. you know, yeah. technology, yeah. adding the arts to that as well. So it's a much more holistic approach to development. And it's not just, we're gonna come in here to grab a bag and just think about. So that means your, number one, do y'all, let me ask you this, do y'all, your company just focus on uh, residential more than commercial? Primarily, that's what it's been, okay. is, is residential. And that's why Augusta, as an example, they've been commercial developers. They've never done residential. So okay. um, they you know, were aware of what we did in Baltimore. Okay. And said, hey, could you bring something like that? Well, what'd you do in Baltimore? Let well, me know. This is the first project that I told you about. Yeah, so that's, yeah. It's called Center West. My, the Yoba Development was not a, 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 the lead developer. That was okay. Lassite, the guy I mentioned. Yeah. That's Dan Brightwood. Uh, so Dan's the dude who said, hey, you want to learn? Come have a seat at the table. Mm. So that's where I got a chance to, my very first meeting in 2007, 2008 was with the city, met with land use. Okay. And then I get to meet with local council people. I yeah. got to meet the mayor. I got to meet the political infrastructure that helps, you know, give you the right to build in their city. Yeah. Right? There's yeah. certain incentives that you're going to get to build. Yeah. Um, certain um, relationships you have to build sure. because you have to have people who are going to lobby for you and what have you. And, and the more I did that and the more I learned, the more I was like, yo, we got to share this information. That's dope, man. With, with yeah, yeah. That, that's dope. What area in Baltimore? Uh, West Baltimore, Poppleton. Over West. Yeah, Shout out to my peoples over yeah. West. <laughs> right. where, where the wire was shot. Yeah, where, yeah, yeah, yeah. Over West. Schroeder, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, man. So right currently, um, there's two structures up right now, 262 units, and then nice. another hundred uh, in the pipeline. When the, will the whole development be completed? Well, this is 14 acres, so oh, this is sheesh. like a 20-year yeah, proposition. Nah, yeah, nah, yeah. So and development's a long game. That's right? what I was so going to ask. For some yeah, people, yeah. it's about flipping to make yeah. that quick. Nah, this, this is like you in it, and you in it for. Nah, that's good. And you know, I mean, typically, you know, as a, from a developer fee perspective, by the time you finish the construction, you refi the construction loan, cash out, get your developer fee. Yeah, you know, keep it moving. So, is it is it difficult to be a a black developer? Is it difficult? That's the first thing. Is it difficult? And then number two, the type of projects like your company, Yoba Development, is going for are they far few in between? No, I mean the only way for me, first of all, yes, it's difficult. It's okay. extremely difficult because. Access to capital is a very real thing, yeah. right? Or the lack of access to capital. And so that's a major pain point. I don't care who you are, if you're in development, when you are black, absolutely. And back mm. to the education piece, right? In order to get the financing, 
either you're going to you know do it yourself you're going to yeah. get it from banks you're going to get it maybe from private equity individual investors whatever it's going to be typically the crowd crowdfunding all crowd of this funding stuff? Is, okay. is, is one of the, the things I'm, I'm part of a group that's actually uh, uh, started a crowdfunding uh, equity crowdfunding platform for uh, real estate and entertainment called um, invest tank so that's okay. coming live in the next couple of months um, it's in beta right now but no matter who you are access to capital is an, is, is an issue yeah and so um, that is why from an education perspective when we think about development and and particularly with young people letting folks know here are all the spaces you can play in so yeah. if you're if you realize you're really good with numbers then the finance lane might be good for you for sure right so that as you move through the world of finance and you might end up on an investment committee or have a voice in who decides where the funding yeah. goes yeah then you have um you, you, you're in a position, right? We're doing a transaction right now. Um, and I don't just do the development. I, I'm more entrepreneurial in the space. So okay. sometimes people might come to me for capital. Okay. And I'll say, okay, well, I may not have what they need, but I know someone that has it. Mm. And so there's ways to broker those kind of deals. And mm -hmm. in doing these kinds of things, you run into folks, like we're working on a deal right now, um, up to about $50 million um, line of credit the person who is helping to facilitate this on the lender side is a black dude who was put in position to find other black people okay now I if like he that. wasn't at that company yeah. it would be a bunch of old white dudes that, that were conscious enough to go we need you because we're trying to get this money number one from the middle east where there's brown people that look like you absolutely but we also want to find other people like you that we can help fund so yeah. these are the spaces number one we have to just be made aware that exists yeah, yeah. and that we can play in. Yeah, that's a, I mean, I, I see, I follow, a, I follow a few individuals, developers on Instagram, but I'm part of a development group. Uh, I'm a piece of the financial leg of that development group, but I don't know the ins and outs, right? They don't bring me into the table. They just say, hey, we have this deal. Are you able to provide this percentage of money right, to get right, on this right. deal? And I say, yay or nay. So right. that's all that I got. trust? Like a, yes, a, it's through a trust. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. So that's all I got. So now you saying your development, number one, comes at it from the uh, real estate and the mind standpoint, the education. And then if we educate the community properly, once we develop the community, it can withstand whatever is happening in the world because now they're equipped mentally. Long to, after to we're go. gone. Yeah. Right? And I, when I think I of generational that. wealth, I don't think about just my own family. I think about your kids and his kids that yeah. you may or may not have yet. Yeah. And that's how, how we have to think about this. For sure. Right? Which is back to the education. And so we all doing our part. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. the, that's, that's where I'm at. And, and, you know, I mean, look, there's an actor strike right now. Okay. And there's a whole bunch of actors. I didn't even know that. Oh, yeah. Actors and writers strike. First time in since in 60 years that actors and writers have been striking. Same time, wow. And that's because the metrics on how we get paid have changed with streaming, right? Okay. Just like in music, right? Mm. You get a billion streams and no one knows where's the money going. Right. Yeah. How are you making $100,000 when you have a billion <laughs> streams? Right. Same thing is true on the film and TV side. If you're streaming a show, it's not being sold, it's not being driven by advertising dollars. Mm. There's no syndication. Right, so then the, the money ain't gonna be the same. You might get paid just that one time. And that's right? it. And then that's it. And so from, um, and then with technology like AI yeah. coming into the mix, yep. right? Yep. Folks are talking about, let's just scan your image one time, pay you once, and then we can use it in perpetuity. On and on and on. Things yeah. like that, yep. right? That's so, crazy. Um, where 
at the end of the day, unless you're producing and c controlling the means of distribution, even it, no matter how big an actor you are, you're still just an employee. Yeah. Someone's hiring you for a role. And, you know, for me, this whole journey, you, you talk about the theme of your show, right? Mm -hmm. uh, what else do people do from entrepreneurial side? I've always been an entrepreneur, so okay. the real estate company is the fourth or fifth company that I've had. Oh, so wow, I've okay. I've had a restaurant in New York for nine years. I've had a marketing company, I've had a theater company. I've been involved with all, I've got pieces of different yeah, companies. Yeah, that's how you that, do it. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, whether there's a company called Prism um, that I'm a partner in that's a, basically like a digital vault. So if your parents are aging and is a way to put all of your um, important documents in okay. one digital place. So if they, God forbid, pass, you're not looking all over the house. So yeah, you know, so, okay. So What's the name of the company? Prism. Okay. Prism. All right. Uh, with, uh, with, uh, PR, with two M's, Prism. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, Prism.com or GoPrism is, is how to get it. Um, it's a company called Cloudwater. Okay. Um, a friend of mine that I grew up with, it's a, started off as a, 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 a CBD beverage company. Mm. Um, but you might see it in the, in your- CBD look. beverage. That's where it started, Ooh. yeah. But because of the federal laws on all, you know, um, accepting yeah. CBD, it's, we moved more into like, wellness space okay but that that's where it started so those are just a couple of the companies but there's other things i'm involved with so i've always been very very entrepreneurial. nah man when, when we spoke man i kind of got the vibe like number one when you meet certain when you meet certain individuals right of your caliber you, the first thing somebody at least myself thinks like all right man are they gonna be down to earth are they gonna be cool or are they gonna just be this hollywood type vibe you wasn't on it then having a conversation i could tell it's just more to you than somebody just might make the assumption. Mm -hmm. But then at least, I was just wanna go back to Yoba Development really quickly. Um, what's the next project on education that Yoba Development is doing? And I wanna see how I can, we can partner up yeah, with yeah, the education yeah. so, piece. Um, so on the, on, the, on the media side, um, there will be a, a digital platform coming soon um, that is basically like my version of, if you took Forbes and Black Enterprise yeah. and Complex and Architectural Digest and a couple other entities and put them together. A destination where you can go and find out who are the top architects or developers, oh, yeah. where's the financing, how do we bring more people to what you're doing, right? Yeah. How do we show the, the, the best and the brightest of us in these spaces that are geared toward generational wealth building, economic development, real estate it. development, yeah. um, and have that accessible for the community? But we'll continue on the education side in the schools okay. in New York City, but um, there's other cities that want us to expand to. Yeah. There's also gonna be a technology play where a lot of the content will be distributed through an edu uh, education platform, um, so it can be more accessible okay. and scalable. Okay. Um, so yeah, man, we're just, just you know, moving. I'm trying to get in them high schools, bro. Yeah. Like, I did it, I, I, I speak in high schools in Virginia, but to come in on what you're doing from the side that I can speak from. Yeah, the, so the federal contracting side. So, yeah. you know, what you got, do as well, what you do as well. I got, so we have a whole <laughs> team that's, you know, um, and I brought my family along. So yeah. a couple of my siblings and a cousin and a childhood friend. I was hold at, on, hold on, let me tell everybody this. I got off stage, my man said, hey, yo, Jay White, you know that shit ain't that easy. <laughs> but see, that, but what, I, what I appreciate about what you, how you approach it is, you 
at least inspire in people the right. accessibility of it. Right. This shit is hard. Right. Let's right. keep right. it real. Right. 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 Sources sought solicitations, <laughs> RFQs, the RFPs, understanding the language, yep. building the relationship mm -hmm. with the folks on the government side, yeah. figuring out which agency you want to work through, knowing how you get your past Price performances. Yeah, all that. All that all shit that. is really, really but you. But to your point, when you talk about how Yoba Development does it, I got to reach the mind first. Right. To, to, like you said, I can shed light on inspiring people to do it. Because when you hit federal anything, it's just like, <laughs> I'm done, yo. Yo, but I'm then you good. have some. Those are your tax dollars. When you're paying them federal taxes, where do you think that money's going? Exactly. Right back into the to system. To a contract. Same thing on, on the state state and city side. Yeah. We're doing city contracts as well. Okay, okay. So when you understand, like, this is your money. This is yeah. your country. And, and actually, I would argue, at least from a Republican perspective, one of the reasons why they talk about small government mm -hmm. is not just about lack of regulations, right, for yeah. free enterprise. They also don't want motherfuckers to know what's going on. Of course not. What? Listen, because you know how many of rules. us it is yeah. out here? And if we get the uh, education on a certain area that they market and corner for years, what? Bro, it's problematic. <laughs> and so that's why back to the education, I think that what you're doing with this platform, everybody who's using this technology that was not available to us even just 10, 15 years ago yeah. at the level that it is now, using social media, you know, um, it's important, right? Yeah, people feel compelled to like, you know, I gotta share what I know. I gotta bring, you know, people in, put them up on game. Cause yeah. that's ultimately, that's the only way we are gonna win. That's all it is. Is if we are intentional about how can I help you help me help you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A mutual beneficial partnership. And a lot of people don't understand it has to be mutual. I think a lot of people these days because of social media, it's almost like a gimme, gimme, gimme. What can what can you give me? Mm -hmm. But it has to be, okay, I'm gonna give you this, but give me back action. You don't yeah. have to give me back anything tangible, just if I give you this, give me no, back that you're putting into tangible, action. Bro. You think so? Talk to me. Talk to me. Because I, I think tangible my Tangible just don't mean this. Okay. If All I right. put you up right. on game information, that's yeah. tangible. Okay, if well, I I'm, give with you that, I'm with steps, that, I'm with that. I'm like, yo, go here. Put to it in get the work. That. I'm with Read you. this book. Read the color of law. Okay. See how that's going to change I'm with your that. Mind. I'm with that. Yeah. Right? Because that's what I need. Right. I don't want to talk to, for my health. I want to talk because I know you're going to listen and then you're going to put it into action. And even if you don't, that. right? Because there's a lot of people, a lot of people, you know, will tell me. So, you know, I know with all due respect to what you're thinking, you got to give her props too, because I'm, I'm here. It's I told all you, good. Yeah, I told yeah, you, yeah, uh, yeah. Paula Watts, yes, gpiwin.com. Okay. So I know people could go your route in terms of your, the, the federal Paula, code yeah. that you do. But uh, Paula is the person that I learned from. Okay. I met her at this the same conference I'm here in, in. Actually, I'm in Houston for two conferences, but one is George Fraser's Power Network Conference. And then uh, the NARAB, National Association of Real Estate Brokers, mm -hmm. happened to be at the same hotel, so I'm actually- That's crazy. Johnson, yeah, we, back and <laughs> yeah, forth we know. Between <laughs> both conferences. But you got George Fraser, what he's been doing for 40 years, yeah. right? Success runs in our race, his books, Educating Black People. And then you got NARAB, that's 76 years old, working, you know, black-led organization, um, educating black realtors, right? Yeah. Um, these are the types of things we need to be doing, right? Yeah. Working collectively. I'm at NARAB's conference like, oh, a year and a half ago or so, 
and I meet Paula Watts. And I didn't know anything about federal contracting other than a couple of people that I knew. Oh, yeah, my man provides food for the Army. Yeah, right, he yeah. like $10 million <laughs> a year, I think. He told me some shit like yeah. that, right? <laughs> I didn't really know about it. But then taking her course, which was like a 24-week course to really understand how it works, because she used to work on the SBA side. Yeah, the side yep. So she saw how a lot of us were missing the opportunities mm -hmm. because they didn't dot their I across their T or they didn't know how to respond to a solicitation the right way Probably, and yep. how to follow up and build those relationships. And so, um, like I said, I brought my team on so they could learn as For well. Sure. Yeah. And the more I learned from her, the more I was like, yo, I got to share this with other people. Yeah. I can't tell you how many people will cry broke yeah. And I'm like, yo, gpiwin.com. Yeah. Go follow up. I run into him a couple months later. Did you follow up? Nah. <laughs> of course not. But that's the part. So I think that, you know, you said you want to make sure when you speak, people are listening. Sometimes they don't. It's not the right time for them. Yeah, yeah. Time is I don't everything. think we should stop. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I do, think, I do think it comes to a point where it's like, I'm going to keep saying this if you ask me. Or if you don't ask me, but don't keep hollering broke to me neither. That part. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't keep saying, I can't, I can't, I can't, when I'm giving you the avenues where you can, you can, you can. Right. And I need that from individuals yeah. too. Take accountability. Like, look, yeah. in, look in the mirror and say, all right, where is my self-awareness? What am I personally doing wrong? When you got somebody in your corner. Right. Every, everybody's circumstances is different. I'm just saying, when you got that person in your corner, Gotta holler. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I appreciate you, bro. Yeah, absolutely. This is love, man. This is my guy right here. Give him the website again, man. Uh, uh, you can go to yobadevelopment.com and yeah. see what I'm up to. What else you got going on in the near future? Brother, I mean, you know. <laughs> I'm all over this country, man. Yes, you are, I'm all man. Over I'm up in Martha's Vineyard next week. Okay. Doing my one man show, uh, all in the Hollywood. Okay, uh, okay. Which I will ultimately film and distribute on the platform where I got more equity than yeah, not. Yeah. Um, but it's something that uh, I've been working on, on a long time. Play like 20 characters in it and it's music and it's, it's on, on the acting side. And it, this is a film um, that I did recently um, coming out Okay. called, um, I think, Love for the Holiday, Love After the Holiday. Okay, like okay. Um, you, but I'm also you, a producer on it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but um, yeah, I'm actually, like where I'm at right now, bro, and, a, and the strike really underscores the, the importance of having your own shit. Okay, I agree. Right? Um, as much as I love, you know, being in front of the camera, I've also been writing a lot. Okay. Um, so there's uh, some scripted stuff, like I said, we have set in the world of real estate. So I've just found, like, through my company, I really found a way to really do all the things that I love and wake yeah. up every single day going after it and not yeah, thinking that's about, um, you know, negotiating with a studio for a deal or having to pursue things that I'm not passionate about. Because frankly, a lot of the material that might come my way, either I've done a version of that before, yeah, yeah. it's shooting too far away. I can't imagine being gone for six months on somebody else's dream mm. and neglecting my own, especially since I have the momentum yeah. of the last few years, especially since COVID really you know, where we all sat down and you reassessed, we had like, to. yo, where do you really <laughs> want to be? How do you really want to move? Mm -hmm. um, and I just knew that I couldn't keep moving the same way I was moving. And I had already been on this path, mm -hmm. right? And then that just continued to not just accelerate, but earn money, yeah. right? And then you start making that money that is on par with what you might yes, be sir. making, doing, you know, playing a, a role for somebody else. You're like, yeah. yo, 
the greatest role I could ever play is me. You. You know? Yeah, for and sure. And no one's ever going to pay you like you're going to pay yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. And a lot of people don't know you're a historian, too. We'll get into that. I don't know. I know a couple of things. I know <laughs> you're a, a historian. Because yeah. you done text me some stuff. I said, what? And oh, then yeah, I look, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. But no, I appreciate you, man. Yeah. Natural conversation, brother. We're going to do better. business. Yeah, yeah. We definitely going to do more business. Soon, more soon. Catch this episode and more every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's your boy, Jay White. First name, last name. I holler.